In Ag and Review for the week ending January 3rd, we review the year of 2013 as we have this report on how it may be remembered for more of what didn't happen. As we look back at 2013, you might say it was a mixed bag for U.S. agriculture. On the economic front, farmers and ranchers did pretty well with overall prices holding steady. But American Farm Bureau Chief Economist Bob Young says politically, things did not go quite as well. We haven't pushed the Farm Bill, for example, over the finish line. We haven't pushed the Water Resources Development Act over the finish line. We haven't pushed immigration reform over the finish line. But, you know, we're kind of right down there in the red zone, so to speak, on at least a couple of those. Young says he expects Congress to pass the WRDA and the Farm Bill in the first quarter of 2014. But even though he expects immigration to be more of a challenge... Frankly, when you look at almost any other group in the country that's trying to deal with Congress and trying to get legislation moved through... To be able to say you've got two out of three as close as we do, I think is a real accomplishment. And speaking of one of those political issues we're still waiting on, Tyron Spearman has this on the latest news regarding the Farm Bill. Christy Noam, a representative from South Dakota and a member of the Ag Committee, said this week our prospects look great. The end of January would be a time frame that we should get a Farm Bill and expect everything to be finalized. She said while Democrats have proposed some minor cuts in the food stamp program of about $4 billion over 10 years, the Republican asked for $40 billion in cuts. This sank the Farm Bill earlier this year when Democrats refused to vote on the bill unless the cuts were eased and conservative Republicans refused to vote for it unless the cuts were deepened. Well, that's still the big discussion, but it appears they've reached a compromise on the food stamp program around 7 to $10 billion in total cuts. John Thune, a Republican from South Dakota who tried to increase the food stamp cuts in the Senate, predicted a compromise would bring Republicans to the board. Meanwhile, they're also discussing some other areas of the farm bill. That is the unemployment benefits that have jumped into the mix now. Uh, Lines are apt to grow even longer thanks to the refusal of the House Republicans to renew extended unemployment benefits as part of the recent budget deal. And if that isn't sufficient pain for the neediest, Congress is getting ready to make another big cut in nutrition aid when it returns in early January. Debbie Stabenauer, the Senate Democrat from Michigan, said, uh, along with Frank Lucas, a Republican from Oklahoma, said they're close to a deal on that farm bill that is said to include an increase in crop insurance subsidies for farmers uh, during the next five years. Another article said the right fix would be to take any savings and devote it along with other financing to make sure basic food needs of the poorest families are met. There is a possibility that the federal unemployment benefits issue could impact the Farm Bill sometime in January. And as we continue to look back, Everett Griner reflects a bit on yesteryear. You know, when I was a young sprout, you could travel a hundred miles in any direction and you'd pass through half a dozen small towns. There was a small town between any two county seats, and these were busy places. In a town of just a few hundred, maybe a thousand or fewer, You could find a grocery store, a hardware store, a drug store, a post office, and a farm store. Well, the farm store was generally the most important store in town. Carried almost anything a farmer would need. Well, today you can still drive through those same tiny towns. But they're mostly ghost towns today. They've been squeezed out by chain stores, supermarkets, and other big operators. Faded letters may still identify the general store or the old mom-and-pop grocery store, but the remains are crumbling. It's part of rural America that's gone forever. And that's a shame. And don't forget, you can find these stories along with all the week's Southeast Agnet reports on our website at southeastagnet.com. 
I'm Julie McPeak with Southeast Agnet's podcast.